morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Sorry, I'm a, I'm adjusting. You've I'm been, like I got wardrobe hanging out everywhere. <laughs> you've been uh, you've been adjusting, adjusting a lot. <laughs> quite a bit. It's been a, a, a much different um, pregnancy. It has. It's been. Uh, I, I have been very surprised on the diff the big difference. This of, go round. Well, it turns out, I mean, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but it turns out that maybe I potentially like broke my tailbone giving birth to oh, Garrett my break, last time. Oh, my break, break. Or no, sorry. Um, We're so dramatic over here. I, when I gave not birth what am I to Garrett, my, my hips broke. No, that I might have dislocated. That's the word I was looking for. I didn't break it. They said I might have dislocated my tailbone giving birth to Garrett last time because I feel like, I told you I felt like I was growing a tail and you thought I was crazy, but like. Oh no, I know you have horns in a tail. I'm I'm aware. I'm aware that you have horns in a tail. She shaves them off. You people at home don't know that I'm watching her blow dry and then she has a nail file, like a big, and I'm like, what? And then finally, after years of being together, I look closely and you're shaving off your horns How and cutting off your tail. That's, you're why like, I wear, that's why I wear a scarf on my head. Yeah, you're like Hellboy. <laughs> like, you have to shave them off. I saw you break them off one time like Hellboy. The hat got um, uglier this week, I think. We started off real good. <laughs> I'm sorry. We started off, hey, good morning. Good morning, yes. We started, good morning. we went right into a topic that we were not expecting to talk about. No, about my tail. <laughs> and then, hey, let's shit on Steve's hat again. No, you were picking on me for my tail, so I thought I'd pick on you for your hat, I guess. You see how she is, Sub- folks? Subconscious, you see, it is a, our relationship is you. definitely a tit for tat. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do this? I'm gonna do this. It goes back to the yes and. What do you mean the yes and? Oh, yes, I have a tail, but, and, <laughs> but you, have, and you hat. have a shitty hat. And are you wearing a tank top again that you probably wore on episode one, two, three, or four? Yes, I am. No, not one, two, three, or four, one, three, five, and seven. Oh, one, three, five, and seven. Okay, what's wrong with this hat, first of all? Why does it matter Wait, to you? It has like fuzz all over it Why or does something. it matter to you what hat I wear? Someone gave you a very nice hat, and I just feel like. This is a nice hat. They sell these at the Walmart, and at the, at the Walmart. At the Walmart. <laughs> that when you're from the country, you, everything at has the, the Walmart. The dope. Are yeah. you on the dope? The Jesus. Yeah. Are you with the Jesus? <laughs> right. That's. No, look. I'm just saying it's cool. You want to wear a tank top every week. That's your thing. It's really hot in Texas. I get it. Dude, I got Can a message. Can it be like a nice tank top and a nice? I got hat? a message that I'm a trendsetter. We got a message. Oh, dude, we got. I was jumped when you we, said that. You're we a got a me- yes. I got a message, Please and she goes. Tell me what they said. She goes. She. It yeah, was see, Terry gets it. They go. They go. Thanks to you, my husband now has adopted the tank top. I think Look. she was being sarcastic. I don't think it was a like really thank you, a gracious thank you. Guys I think it was don't. Like, Look. Thanks a lot. Now and I think the men in this room top. would agree that. That style goes out the door, and you you give up style for comfort, Amen. right? And, oh, and once you get a certain for, age, for women right. too. So the thing about the tank tops, fellas, is you can wear them multiple days because no, it's not can. touching. That's gross. It's not touching the pits, 
right? So you can. Yeah, but you still got plenty of taco meat and stuff happening right there. <laughs> what? But they, they're comfortable. You're fr- like, if I have a shirt with sleeves now, I'm like, oh man, I don't feel right. I don't feel free. <laughs> I don't feel free because sleeves are really constricting. Like today, for example, to, guys, fellas, today, this one, we wake up at nice and early to come here uh-huh. and my nieces are at the house and they're hanging out with my son. Yes. Not only did I make myself a cup of coffee, right? I straightened up. I got our son situated. I literally made a ba- a- bacon and eggs uh-huh. for my nieces when they wake up and you're still not ready. So daddy, boom, tank top. Went shopping at Bucky's. They got the shorts. I got the shorts at Bucky's. No one is surprised it took you less time to get ready than me this morning. Efficiency. Oh, and then I didn't fall for your BS today. She comes out with this dress, guys. Like, straight up. Oh my god. I could have had like fruit on my head and it would have been totally perfect for the dress. So then I go, she goes, this is too much, right? I go, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> like I'm not falling for this. this. Like I go, I don't even want to get involved. Like I don't even want to get involved. No, you said wear whatever you want. That's what so, you said. Wear and whatever then, you want. by the way, guys, we have this new house. We can afford furniture. Now, we're not gonna go nuts, but there's a decent budget. For furniture, I'm like, hey, buy, buy, buy whatever you want. And then, oh my God, dude, last night she's like, okay, so I went, because you were, you were out all day. Uh, furniture shopping. Living spaces. Like, it was like, like four different furniture stores. Four different furniture stores. And I'm like, just buy. What, I, I go, I don't care anymore, Get, but we need to put furniture in this home. So then this one here, I'm like, just do it. I don't, I don't, don't ask me my opinion. Just get what you want. And then I have to But you don't really sit. mean that. You say, don't ask me my opinion, but you do want to give your input. I don't, Renee, I, on the, on the record, I don't give a shit <laughs> what okay. you buy. Okay, then don't later come back and say, you picked all this in this house. I had nothing to do with it. This is all you. So then don't throw it in my face later. No, that's, I will not, because that was before. On the record, he On said, the record, no. He will not. No, but b- before later. I wanted to be involved. You have now taught me a lesson <laughs> to not be involved. Because if I make a decision, I, look, it's in the new act. This is how decision making works in our home. If I, oh no, if Renee makes a decision that I don't agree with, we have made a decision. If, and if it goes wrong, if your decision that you made that I don't agree with goes wrong, uh-huh. it is up to me as your partner to, to fix it to no. fix it and make it go right. <laughs> now, if I make a decision that she does not agree with and it goes wrong. It oh, is, you were cleaning up that mess. It is now time to pay. <laughs> it is time to pay. We are no longer partners. You made that decision on your own. You are effed. No, I clean up a lot of your messes. So what I'm saying is, now that I have learned through our experiences to leave you the F alone because it's too painful to make decisions with no, you. No, only when it comes to stuff about the house because oh that's my not God. your area. 
What? You decided that that's not my area? It's not good taste. It's nasty. You have decided that that's not my area? That's what I mean. Rick, do you see this? She she didn't ask me. I have not failed. Baby, they see the shirt and the hat you wear every week. They're not like, this guy is a taste maker. Okay, by the way, I just want to tell everybody that this was, none of this was fucking planned. We had things to talk about, and we will get to that, and now here we are. Are you again? You started it. No, you started it by shitting on my hat. Oh, so, I guess I did. Okay, so anyway, I could understand. So I am at the point now where I'm like, just what, whatever's, and, and that's what I'm she does. I'm afraid that we started this topic because I feel like that's it's what she get really does. Touchy. She does it to where it is so painful when I make a decision that she has trained me to go, F it, just do it. Because it's not worth the pain. So I it's go. It's okay, baby. It works for us. So you right? finally. What go- works for us? Don't judge. Us? <laughs> what works for us? Or what works for you? So finally, finally, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to. I'm done. I will let her do whatever she wants. Listen, when you bought the boat, it was your decision. You, like, you picked out your boat. I wasn't at the boat shop or wherever you go to buy a boat, like, looking at boats with you. Was it painful? Was it painful? When I bought the boat and it was, I didn't know you were going to spend that much. Well, and why did you, you spend said, that much? I think the monthly payment on the boat is going to be this much. And then all of a sudden I see the Bank of America bill and I'm like, wait a minute. U.S. Bank. It's U.S. Bank. Okay. Anyway, I was like, wait a minute. This was not the amount you said it was going to be. That was it. But I made a decision for the future <laughs> because if I bought the boat at that boat payment, it was un. It was not resellable. And I, I didn't go boat shopping with you, so I don't know any of that stuff. And I said, okay, fine. My point is, you made the decision about your boat because that is not my area of expertise. And the point that I'm making is that here we are, afterwards, and I'm still paying for it. She's <laughs> no, still bringing it up. She's I still only making it up sure. Because you brought up the house. How do we stuff end up on the boat? Can I make- finish my? <laughs> Can I finish what I was saying? Finish what you were saying. I finally said. Just do what you want. And yes. here is a hefty budget. Yes. See or no? Yeah. Okay. Last night, and, and part of the reason that I don't want to deal with it is because I don't want to go through, do you like this? Do you like that? What do you think of this? And what do you think does of that? Does this chair make and, me look fat? Yeah, does this chair? <laughs> <laughs> does this chair make me look fat? No, you make you look fat. I'm not talking about you. So then. I'm, I'm thinking, let her decide, let her make the decision. Which, by the way, yesterday with my nieces and Garrett, uh-huh. I gave you the whole day. The whole day. You I'm like, did. I'm like, you go. This girl loves her, her therapeutic time. I have like a chair time. obsession. It's weird. I love chairs. So then um, last night, I'm like, okay. She, I, I gave her the entire day to go out and, and shop. Yeah. Right? And I'm thinking, she's going to pick stuff. And this is pain-free for me. And then last night in bed. What was so painful about it? Because last night in bed, you're like, okay, I took pictures. And then, okay, so this chair, I'm thinking for this and that. And I'm just like, oh my God, dude, don't you have a Captain Evil army (laughs) to talk to? Don't you have a Captain Evil army? But you did have input when I showed you the pictures. You would be like, ooh, I like that one, or ooh, I like that. And I take note of that. I'm aware of that. I'm like, that's cool. And she's like, oh yeah, that one I just took a picture of. It's not cool. 
That is not true. Which, which by the way, that's why, you know, um, our friend Deanna, who's a lesbian, uh-huh. and, uh, and my old manager, who we still absolutely love, yeah. is so great because she was a lesbian, right? And she could hang out with me and you. It was like a combo. <laughs> it, you, do you know what I mean? Like, it was like a combo friend that we both had where me and Deanna could totally get along, totally see eye to eye, but then all of a sudden she's looking at furniture with you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it was the per, and we're still friends with her, obviously. Uh, thank God we are, because she's amazing. But her. my point is, I wanted it to be pain-free. And somehow. Because you had to look at some pictures and comment, it was painful. You need to make, a dis- she, this girl has the hardest time, I call it pulling the trigger. No, Pull but you know what? Like when my girlfriends need help picking out a color of paint or a backsplash for their house, they'll like call and ask. And it's so much easier to make the decision for someone else. But I totally have <laughs> commitment phobia when it's our own house. Because I'm afraid of making a mistake and it costing more money. The problem is... Two months ago, a month and a half ago, when we moved in, I said, we, we, I want... We haven't been in the house a month and a half ago. BS, you're lying. It's been about a month. It's been more than a month. We moved in in July. It hasn't even been a month yet. It's August now. August 5th. We moved in on the 16th. Okay, we moved in July 16th. I told her, I said, can we get some stools? And then I don't, I can't say anything anymore because if I, if they're not there, she hasn't bought them and I bring it up, she's going to go, whoa, I'm going to get them. Like, stop getting up being on my ass or whatever, right? So... I ordered them. I know, because finally I looked at you and I said, I said, si o no, can I order chairs in five minutes? We live in a world where I could literally order stools. Yes, because it takes you a minute to pick out your tank top. So of course you could choose bar stools and order them in five minutes. Not even a minute. It's it's so fast. It's so, like, it's not even a minute. It's like two seconds. It's like two seconds. What I'm saying is, I told her, I said, could I not, did I not tell you, could I not buy stools if I wanted stools? In five minutes? Yes, and they'd probably be the wrong height or you wouldn't be able to sit. Your thighs would hit the top of the counter because you didn't measure, yeah. And then I told you, it's been two weeks. You can't order stools in two weeks? When it when literally I could do it in five minutes? Well, look, now that you gave me a whole day to go shopping without gear and go to different furniture stores and see things and touch things and sit in them, okay. I'm ready to pull the trigger and make now some decisions. Now that I gave you a whole day? That I, she drives me, like I give her permission. <laughs> She does whatever she wants. No, you're just so needy, and there's a child to worry <laughs> about, just, too. Did you just call me needy? <laughs> you are. How am I needy? How are you needy? This episode has gone to shit, by the way. <laughs> we had plans. How am you're, I needy? Baby. It's obvious. You oh, because I need clothes, and I need shirt, shorts, no. and dress me. You need a lot of attention. How do I need a lot of attention? Huh? On a uh, daily basis, you need a lot of attention. Renee, where's this? Renee, when are we going to do this? Renee, what's the plan for today? Renee, what's on the agenda today? That is by your design. What? You, I would love to make decisions on my own. I would love for you to be more independent. I would love to be. More, this is perfect. I feel like we are turning into your dad and Sarah. I would love. she does everything for him. I would love to be more independent. But when I make a decision, it's mm-hmm. wrong. Why did you do that? So I just wait. I just sit there and I wait because it's painful otherwise. If I make the plans for the day, I'm an asshole. And why did you do that? And you were insensitive and you didn't think about this. So I just sit there and go, Renee, what's the plan? Somehow we're back to your joke with the sticky note on the clothes. Exactly. So you created this and now you're not happy with what you created? Yeah. 
Why do you think dad just sits in the restroom? <laughs> I, dude, one time he's in the restroom and I'm like, we get there and I tell my stepmom, I'm like, I'm like, Sara, where's, where's dad? And she's like, I don't know, he's been in the restroom, right? So then he comes out like, I'm already there for 30 minutes. He comes out and I'm like, dad, how long are you in the restroom? He's like, that's where, that's where they keep me. <laughs> And I was like, what? He goes, that's peaceful in there. <laughs> like, I understand now. That's why you spend so much time in the restroom in the morning. That, that's what I love about uh, the whole I speak wife thing is, is I laugh that, you know, like we've been with my dad before. Sarah likes to talk, right? Sarah will talk your ear off and, and my dad will be eating. And here's my dad eating and Sarah will be talking and, he'll, and I'm over there and my dad's going every day. <laughs> I don't listen. I don't listen. But she talks. And, then, and he's like, we're retired. And we do the same shit every day, but she has more stuff to talk about. And, and then, but Sarah doesn't care. Sarah no, just, she just keeps talking. She ignores him too. Yeah, she's ignoring him. So she's talking and he's like, every day, more stuff to talk about. And we don't do anything. It's a funny as yeah. Anyway, can we talk about my poor truck? Oh, baby, I feel I do feel you? bad about this one. That do you? Truck. Do you? And you just keep saying, "No, I'm gonna keep it. I like my truck. It's okay." And then, boom, oh, something do else you happens care? to I, the truck. I think you prayed for me to wreck. I lit a candle and did some voodoo. I have a little voodoo stuff truck. So, <laughs> yes, you probably do. You're like, you know what? I want him to wreck it. That way I can blame stuff on him and I can go, see, I'm not the only one that wrecks your truck. So I end up doing uh, Midland, Odessa and Big Springs. It's, it's, it's all kind of grown oh, you realize that. Um, together. It, it was, uh, you know, we've <clears throat> been doing kind of these, these offbeat venues. Yeah. Um, because they need to be big enough to hold social distancely yeah. enough people and We've been doing kind of these honky tonks and these these uh, bars and you know shout out to Brewster Street and Corpus Christi. Yeah. You know that was a cool show. But so bringing comedy to venues that have never had comedy before. Yeah, you know, and and I had never done Milan Odessa and I knew that we had people out there that wanted to see us and oh yeah. we gonna talk about that too. Um, so you know I did Milan Odessa, which by the way, so you know afterwards I, I you know I try to be very safe and you know I, I i don't do meet and greet and i went into the green room um for a while so that the kind of crowd can can go out and then timmy and i can have a drink friday night and then i go out there and there's literally probably three couples left and two of the couples well first the, the husbands are at the bar and the girls come over and like we're huge fans and, and it was such a trippy feeling for me and I don't realize this, I guess, because we run our mouth so much of <laughs> how much they knew about us. Yeah. You know, from watching the podcast and, and it was... It Which was, is crazy because we're only like 10 episodes in. Yeah, we're only 10 episodes. But <clears throat> they, they were like, oh my God, and how's the baby? And I'm sorry about the miscarriage. And it was just amazing yeah. to have this... Disc and they're, well, we're super fans of Renee's. Like, not even me. And then, and then, so I, I said something, and one of the girls goes, "Shut your mouth!" <laughs> and she smiled at me like, "I got, got that him. from Renee, <laughs> right?" So it was so trippy, and it was it, that was nice because I, I I did get to talk to fans uh -huh. and to, and to you know I haven't been talking to fans at all. 
Yeah. So to be able to talk to these people and, and to hear kind of their experience with what we're doing now, the podcast. And, yeah. And, and making me feel better about... Um, about us talking shit to each other in well, front of people? <laughs> but the negative comments, right? You know, uh, the negative yeah. comments. And, you know, now I realize that there are people that want to hear us and go through our life and us keeping it very real. And, yeah. But it is scary to find out that, wait a minute, like there's more and more, like you're building an army. <laughs> and the best I, part I is so, legit team captain these two happening. wives are talking my ear off and their husbands look at me and they're like, <laughs> but hey dude, you have to talk to them. Like you, you have you to. You started this, you created right. this monster. Um, but the, the venue is called the Rusty Bucket. Uh-huh. Can you get any more Texas honky tonk yeah. Then the rusty bucket. The barbecue was amazing. It was so nice um, to go to Midland, Odessa, and to find out that because you know, you've been wanting to go there. We've been talking about going there for a long time. It just it hadn't worked out, and, yeah. we, and we hadn't been able to find the right venue. And then you know, um, Mark reached out a booker and was like, "Hey, you know, we should do this." Which, yeah. by the way, I think we're going to be doing Aggie Land. Um, oh, no way. Yeah, I got hit up by a, a, a booker to do Bryan College Station. So um, look out for that. And maybe San Angelo? And possibly San Angelo. But it was just, you know, but it was also one of those things where you messed up. because What, what you, did I do now? Well, no, your brother wanted to get married, and you told him I was off last weekend when I was really off this weekend. Well, no, I mean, the schedule. And I wanted to be at your you brother's were wedding. off. The schedule's constantly changing, and it's become one of those things where, like, COVID, when a date falls into place, you're not the only artist who wants to keep working during COVID. So it's like when a venue has a date available, you got to take it at this point if they're offering it to you because you never know when that city's going to have a flare-up and they're going to get shut down. It's Solid just, like, excuse. funky. Solid excuse. Hush she messed mouth. up. No. She, it, things I, are changing. We things are constantly there for the date. changing. We you, all sat I, at dinner and had the date conversation together. I wanted to be at... I'm not in charge of dates. You are. That's your department. We always talk about having departments. That is not my department. Apparently, nothing is my department. <laughs> I am in charge of zero. Picking out my tank top. <laughs> That's what I'm allowed to do. Pick out my tank top. Um, but it goes back to several episodes where we talk about, hey, man, you know, that is a sacrifice that I had to make. Yeah. You know, so the, the wedding was on Saturday and I had Midland. Um, it was a weekend in Fredericksburg. The wedding took place in Fredericksburg over the weekend. So we all got there on Friday, stuck around till Monday. And Fredericksburg is so like. I love it. So I love great. Fredericksburg. Tell me about it. Um. Tell them the, the ladies that if have, you don't know, someone sent me a message. They thought, I guess there's a Fredericksburg in Pennsylvania too, and they were talking about how beautiful Fredericksburg, Pennsylvania is. Compared like, to Texas, <laughs> <laughs> come to come here. But there's, it was a bummer that I'm pregnant. This was the first time where I like legitimately missed being able to drink a glass of wine. I just want to point out that several times in this podcast, you've talked about being a drunk and drinking. <laughs> So what? yes, she time. has. She ha- I, I didn't get to drink or whatever. So anyway, go ahead. Um, well, no, there's lots of cool wineries there, but we stayed in this place. Um, a guy from Switzerland has this place with all these cabins and there's like really cool themed out Swiss cabins and you're super close to downtown Main Street, Fredericksburg with all the little shops Fredericksburg's and Fredericksburg's like crazy. It was just cool. Like it's unbelievable what this little town in the middle of nowhere has become. Has created, it's and, beautiful. And quote me if I'm wrong, but I know that they're like in the top five 
wine destinations. They have become that because in the last couple of years, people years. from uh, people from all over have decided that they're going to go to Fredericksburg and start a vineyard and set up a winery. Well, there's antique shops and bars and yeah. and all these like there's kind of like this main street that kind of goes on forever. It's a long little old main street. Bars and restaurants. German and, food. Well, I was I was look, you know, your your <clears throat> brother and I have become for, you know, very good friends, and you know, again, we grew up in the same town. Yeah. But I didn't run. Uh, Raymond was one year younger than me uh, in high school, but I didn't run around with Raymond. We knew yeah. each other. We, you know, um, <clears throat> we were friends. I'm friends with a lot of his friends. Um, which, by the way, you know, it was a little rocky for me and Raymond when me and you first started getting together. Yeah. And I have worked hard to make sure that we have a good relationship, and we do. And then because you were a bully in high school, <sighs> dude. Really? <laughs> I'm nice. I'm a nice guy. Now you are. So, um, it was nice that that you know he he meets this this girl April. Yes. And she has. Well, when we met her, the kids were... They were little. I think when my brother met them, I remember her saying that they were potty trained. So they must have been like three. Three, three yeah, and six or something. they were little. Yeah, like three and five maybe. They were little boogers. Yeah. And then they started this relationship and, and we love April and April's been, um, has become obviously part of the family. Yes. And I feel now like... Now officially, she's been, feels like they've been part of yeah, the family Yeah, they were living forever. together. And, and yeah. again, we go back to like... You know, I would give Raymond a hard time about like, dude, when's this happening? Like, you gonna get married or not? Whoa, dude, whoa, 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 you know. Yeah. And him kind of having that. Um, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he was like, oh yeah, we're doing it. We're getting, we're getting married yeah. and it's happening. And we were like, uh, okay, yeah. when's the date? And then we sat down in, in Portland uh, on your parents' table and they're like, oh, this is happening and we're gonna do, they talked about New Braunfels, they talked about doing- A beach wedding. A, a beach wedding. But then uh, the beaches were getting shut down. Right. Yeah. So how was it? I wasn't there. It was good. I, you know what? It, uh, it's, it's a bummer to be at a wedding without you. I mean, I'm so glad it was my brother's wedding, so I'm so glad that Garrett and I were able to be there and, and help and stuff. But um, it's a bummer to not be at a wedding with your husband. Weddings are about love. And... Well, and I knew, I knew that Sunday <clears throat> was going to be like the, the wrap-up. We're gonna play cornhole, we're gonna barbecue, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So Saturday night, as everybody knows, I wanna get I don't I wanna get back to my family as soon as possible. Yeah. So Midland is four hours for drive. I thought it was like three from Frederick. Three and a half. Yeah. yeah four. Yeah. Um so we wrap up, I get paid, we say bye, Timmy's got the car running, big Al's ready to go. I get in my truck and you know, we're hauling butt to get to you. I'm, and I, I'm gonna get to you by three in the morning. Yeah. And then I plan to be up at seven to help clean up and do everything I can. We'll get into that. But, yeah. so guys, I'm driving home and I, on my truck, I have this huge um, aftermarket bumper, right? Because I go to my ranch a lot. It's like it, a grill guard. It's called a bull nose. Right? Oh, okay. it's, a, it's a ranch hand bull nose. And then I put, um, I put a light bar on it because I am going to the ranch and I am going to places where I need to see for a long distance because of critters, because animals come out. It's so, the Texas Hill Country. There's like no lights. Oh my God, there's yeah. no lights and there's deer freaking everywhere. <laughs> and and I'm, already, I'm already on a hypersensitive mode of I don't want to hit a deer, right? 
and I'm, I'm hauling ass, I'm driving, and then all this happens in like the, the, the time it would take me to pick a tank top. It all happens fast, it all happens fast. I see, I see, I, I, I see, I don't know, 300 yards in front of me, I see this deer kind of like, kind of, you know, like, like hooves on the, hey, the hoof, ma, the hoof, you know, we gotta get the knife, you know, I gotta cut the, cut the hoof off, you know, the hoof. That was my joke. What are you talking about? Goodfellas. Remember Goodfellas? When he's sitting there, he goes, he goes, Ma, you know, we gotta, you got the, the foot, the gotcha. foot, the hoof, gotta cut gotcha. the hoof off. I had right? no idea. I was like, whose voice is he oh. doing? Hey, I'm, hey, hey, Henry, I'm trying to bang this brat, Henry. Can you help me out? That is so, such a terrible Joe Pesci impression. That was pretty good. I mean, you knew it was Joe Pesci. It got worse. It got, it got progressively worse. worse. So anyway, I see, I see this doe, like, about to take off. So already in my head, I'm like, I'm making plans. If this, I'm slowing down, right? So then I slow down, she takes off across the road and it's only, it's only like two lanes, this way and that way. I'm already doing all the math. I'm like, okay, there's nobody behind me. There's nobody in front of me. I got this doe walking across. So I go, I'm slowing down. I don't want to hit her. So then she goes across and I move over to this lane, right? And I'm already in my head like, I'm badass. I like. I no longer have to hit the brakes. You take a lot of pride in the fact that you can like weave your way in right. and out of critters on the road and right. anticipate their every Which I've bit. done before with you. Yes, you have. Have I not done yes. before? I'm always ready, right? So she goes across and I'm like, sweet, I'm not gonna hit this deer. And then Margaret, her friend, is right behind Ethel, right? So she, like, I come like this and as I go like this, I'm already thinking I'm missing this one. This one comes out and I could not hit her any more square. I mean, boom, oh. right? And I'm like, fuck. So we pull over, I get out, and I'm, when I tell you that this deer hit the license plate, that's how middle I hit her. And then the shitty part is that- You have to explain for like people who don't live in the country who don't realize this, that like a deer really fucks up a truck. Yes. <laughs> but that's why I have the off aftermarket bumper. Yeah. Right? And, but at, at first glance, I'm like, sweet, nothing happened. And then I look down, I pull out the flashlight, uh -huh. my light bar's all fucked up, there's a wire hanging out, uh -huh. and there is the body dent of a deer. Oh. It smells like sin, and there's blood and guts all over my truck. And I'm like, oh my God. Which by the way, had I not had that bumper, I would have been on the side of the road with my radiator kicked in with a $5,000 problem. Calling AAA. Calling AAA for a tow, right? And luckily, you know, we're, we're going down the road, my light bar is like all screwed <laughs> oh, up, and I'm just like, oh my God, did I just hit a freaking deer? And I mean, the dent, Renee. You haven't seen, you haven't seen my truck. No, I haven't seen it yet. Because Timmy took it to Rockport. Yeah, I haven't seen but, it. But, oh, dude, so I gotta figure out is it going to be kick the bumper out, couple of minor fixes, or is it like? Or is Daddy getting a new truck? New, well, <laughs> is it new bumper? Is it new? Oh, you know, that poor truck has been through a lot. Because of you, you wish because it upon. Because of me? You How wish, am I getting blamed for this? I you see that he's blaming me for something I, I had absolutely nothing to do with. I bet you're it's like. It's because you planned the wedding on that weekend. I guarantee you, you're like, God, I hope he hit something. <laughs> no.
he gave me so much shit for hitting no, his truck. I'm texting you at 1 a.m. to make sure you're safe. Dude, it was the worst. So then I, I, I finally get to the wedding, and I, 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 now I can't sleep. I've just hit a deer. Which, by the way, like, I can't, <laughs> I'm going to be bragging, right? I already bagged the dough, fellas. <laughs> Season hasn't even started. I already bagged the dough. Just, it was a meat haul. Just a meat haul. Um, you know but, that Deer's husband was like, I hope my wife gets hit by a truck. I and, just, then, <laughs> and then it happens, and he's like, oh, shit, you should be careful about that joke. I, I, I just here. picture Ethel being like, come on, let's go across the street. <laughs> and Margaret's like, but the food's fine on this side. It's better across. <laughs> come on, bitch. And she's like, you go first. I ain't going to risk it. <laughs> Boom. Oh. And then, and then Margaret's like, yeah, I, I don't feel hungry anymore. And, <laughs> and they're like, have you lost your appetite? She's like, yeah, kind of. I think I'm going to go home. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go home. I don't feel well. Hey, have you been with Ethel? Who? That bitch? I haven't, I haven't seen her. I <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. But I was so happy uh, to finally get to the wedding. But yeah. I knew it. I knew it. Like you even called it. You were like, "Sunday's like the after party." Like he, here's what happens at weddings: everybody over parties the first the night. The first night, and it totally happened. The yeah. first night, yeah. everybody's together. It's like the first right? night They've in been Vegas. Working yeah. right. Yeah. Everybody freaking over parties, and then Saturday when the wedding happens, then they go, "All right, it's the wedding. I'm gonna suck, suck it, up, it up, and I'm gonna party again." Uh-huh. So then Sunday, by the time Everybody's doing like the wrap up. Everybody's just a mess. We didn't see Zipperin. Anthony Zipperin and Shauna literally, they didn't show up till five o'clock. Yeah. So I went out, me and your dad, you know, because me and your dad are early risers. Yeah. Right? Me and Daddy Raymond wake up at 7 a.m. and I know that they want a barbecue. So, you know, my goal at weddings, even in any wedding, is to try to be as accommodating as possible. To help as much as possible. I am trying yeah. to help as much as possible. So the bride and groom can enjoy. Yeah, so the bride yeah. and groom can enjoy. And that's my my kind of part for a wedding. You know, I, I want to clean up for them. I want to do the show, you know. Yeah. I talked to your brother and he was like, yeah, we need to feed 14 people today. I told him we're going to barbecue. Here's some money. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, I'm going. So me and your dad, we went over to the Heb and uh, stocked up on food, and I, I barbecued, and I manned the grill, and, and I got everything. Oh, but you love manning the grill. That's like your zone. Yeah, no, because I like to. Uh, See, I, I don't tell you how to grill. That's your thing. Your mom did. <laughs> she did not. What did she say? Dude, your, your, mom, your, your mom was like, send these fajitas back out there. They're not cooked. Oh, you, you, she likes you some, sometimes undercook your chicken. You can, I never undercook chicken. That's Ooh. dangerous. Oh. Uh, I, I like my fajitas to be medium rare. They have to be juicy. They have to be, right? They, her parents want them burnt. So your dad comes back out and he's like, and I'm like, you didn't even have to say, I'm your like, I got it. Your sister always has will, to send your cooking back to the grill too. I will burn it. You want me to burn it? I will burn it. So I had to burn it. So your mom does tell me how to grill. But my goal at weddings is to be the guy that makes, you know, everything easy. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it was it was not, and that's kind of my contri- contribution to everything, you know. Yeah. And, you know, everybody woke up, we had food, and then, you know, Nick ended up late night ordering pizza. Yes, which, which I was thought clutch. Was, yeah. yeah, I thought that was a nice gesture yeah. for him. 
you know. But I, I was not at the wedding, and I was bummed because when I got there, you guys were like, "Oh my God, Leonard's speech!" Yes, Leonard did such a good job with the speech. Their friend who was who acted as the officiant of the ceremony, he just he talked about them meeting in high school. I mean, in college, and um, they have been together so long. That's that's what's kind of cool about it too is that in your ceremony you're really able to share such a story because you have lived a significant amount of life together you know as opposed to like who april and raymond yeah yeah yeah. as opposed to like another wedding ceremony when they haven't known each other that long and you're sort of hypothetically talking about their future together like these are people who have who have lived a life together together yeah and and the two kids too you know who are now that was really special teenagers like to get to be a part of that ceremony with them. It was really a a ceremony for their family, which was really special. Yeah, no, I thought it was really cool. And, and there's something special about, you know, making that commitment, you know, to, you know, I, I mean- look. That was it, and Leonard talked about it. You like fully, you were fully aware of the commitment you were walking into, you know? Well, and, and, you know, David and Ella had been calling Raymond dad forever because yeah. he is their dad. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's kind of a special moment for Raymond to say, hey, I love being your dad and I'm going to commit to your mom, you know, and get get married. It was just as important to them. Yeah. You know, but I get there and they're like, oh my God, Leonard's speech. And, you know, there's a bar that we all party in. Because you're usually the one that gives the speeches. Well, I do give speeches and and because I, I will never volunteer myself. I never, I never go... I'm the guy that should speak. But you always get asked. I always get asked because I'm me and people go, and then they think it's going to be funny. Because you speak for a living. Right, but I I, I always tell like, man, when if I'm going to walk on stage in front of 20,000 people and tell jokes, uh-huh. that is no problem. But when they're like, hey, can you do a speech? I'm like, uh, uh. Really? I'm, I'm an emotional guy. You know what I mean? I get, I yeah. love people. You yeah. know, I love people and... You know, Big emotions. But they want me to speak, and then I go up there, and of course I'll crack a few jokes. Yeah. But then I, I honestly want to to say something special. Meaningful. Meaningful for that moment. You know, uh, so it, it makes me, but I was a little like, oh, well, uh, Leonard had a good speech. <laughs> so well, still in your thunder? Imagine if daddy was there. What kind of speech, what kind of speech would daddy have given? Um, but, but it was like, you know, when Rebecca got married, your sister, yeah. the third one, the third marriage. The, <laughs> Not the third the, marriage, the third wedding. The third wedding. The third wedding. Same um, room. I, look, again, I, I was in my head going, oh, crap, they're going to ask me to, to speak. To speak and uh, they didn't. No, I had and to speak. I was I was relieved. You had to speak. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm like, don't ever follow a Trevino in a speech. <laughs> don't don't follow a Trevino. You go first, and then let the Trevinos bring it home. Let the <laughs> let the Trevinos speak well. What was it at, at Poch and Kiki's? Poch was like, I told her, don't oh. follow Steve. <laughs> Steve's gonna kill it. Don't follow Steve. <laughs> But I did, I did like um, Sean's brother's thing. And then the little jerk, oh, I go, dude, cute. that was hilarious. And he goes, yeah, I got that on the internet. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I Googled the it. The joke he made at the end about, yeah. like, I forget, put, what was it? He goes, uh, on, on he goes, he goes Rebecca, put your hand out, right? So she puts her hand out, and then uh, he goes, Sean, his brother, uh, put your hand on top of Rebecca's. Uh-huh. He goes, and just remember that this is the last time you're going to have the upper hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, that was, that, that was good. So I went up to him, I go, dude, that was really good. He goes, yeah, I, I Googled it. I, yeah, it's on the internet. I'm like, you hack, The, the pre-written wedding yeah. speech. But, but I thought Rebecca, I always joke around that like, you know, Rebecca's wedding was awesome. Yeah. I just love, I love weddings because I feel like everybody puts everything aside for that weekend. Yeah, it's about that event. And the whole weekend. You know, that the, yeah. the rehearsal dinner and the hanging out, you know. Um, we actually, while all the girls were getting ready, oh, dude, you freaking booked the Everlywell commercial. On Becca's wedding. On Becca's wedding. Talk did about, we talk about this? No, I, I don't like think we, we did, did this. we? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, you got a speeding ticket and you didn't tell me about it? Yes. <laughs> But, you know, we're hanging out all day. And hey, again, I just got a speeding ticket. You're the one who destroyed a whole vehicle driving oh back God, to a wedding. Man. So, If there's anybody at Ranch Hand that would like to send me a bumper. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bullnose bumper for a Chevy Silverado. 2015. Because I'm still driving an old truck while my wife drives a 2020. Anyway. <laughs> um... But we hung out all day, right? And then I thought it was really cool because in your neighborhood, Becca was lucky that all the people in the neighborhood had kids her age, but they were all male. But they would, I mean, then they ran around together. Like they were all buds. They'd play in muddy fields together. So like... then, you know, and then, you know, Wilson, you know, I've known you since Wilson was very, very young, you know, and he was your neighbor. And, and yeah. actually me and- They were probably like, what, seven or eight? They were kids, yeah, they were yeah. little. And then for me, you know, I, I'm actually more friends with Jeff Brown, his dad, uh-huh. right? So Wilson's always been my friend's kid. Yeah. But we're I'm also friends with Wilson. Yeah. And then I'm also friends with Dr. Bruce and Lisa. Uh-huh. And then Stuart was just, I'm friends with Stuart, but not in that way. So it was my, the reason we're talking about these two boys is my sister asked them, they, they were her best friends growing up, and so she asked them to be the officiant at her wedding, or the officiants at her wedding. And so I'm like, these dipshits? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, these punks, these, these kids, you know? But it was cool, because they're like her best friends, and they're male, so how do you include them in the wedding? It's, yeah, they're not gonna be made of honors. Sometimes people ask them to be like bridesmaids, and they wear men's clothes, but it's uh, just like. Yeah, you're not, I mean. It was just weird, so it was a cool. But it was cool, special, they did a good job. It was a really cool way for her to incorporate them, and then really cool, I've never been at a wedding where there's two officiants. I was I, like, how is this gonna work? I like that everybody at the wedding was like, wow, that was okay, because everybody was in our headspace of like, this is gonna be a shit show. <laughs> this is gonna be a freaking mess, these guys. These kids are not gonna, these two guys yeah. who are single, yeah, right? Yeah. Have no, well, they're not, I don't think Wilson, Wilson has a girlfriend, but yeah. they go up there and they've got, they, they show up at the wedding, they got a suit on. I'm like, oh shit, like, this, okay, right? They're and they, they did, yeah, they did a really good job. That was, that was really sweet. Stuart pulled special. out the notepad, like the notebook. They had their and, binders, yes. I'm like, oh shit, like these yeah. dudes. So I thought that was really cool. That was neat. And yeah. the best wedding we ever been to, I think we both agree. Yes. It was a Vegas wedding, which is random that you would say that that's like... It sucks so bad that they're divorced now. Like, how dare you get a divorce... I know, that's why you say at that. At the best like, wedding yes. we ever been to. You ruined it for us. Like, I'm mad at them for ruining our moment. Why would you ruin our moment? But it was... You were pregnant with Garrett. I was pregnant. I was four months pregnant. We get to Vegas and some our longtime friends that had been meeting us in Vegas every time. They were the guaranteed every time. Yes. 
So we're sitting there drinking, and he goes, and I don't want to mention any names because I yeah. don't want to. I don't want to cause uh, more issues. But he goes, "Hey, we're thinking about getting married," and we're like, "Let's do it." Yeah, I go, we I go, were so excited. I go, "When?" He goes, "Tomorrow." I go, then tonight's the bachelor and bachelorette party. Let's party. <laughs> yeah. Right? So we, we're already out. Let's we, stay out. We party that night. You don't. You're preggers. You're yes. just kind of following us around. But we <laughs> just cock block. Hey, cock block. Hey, can you? I'm trying to have fun here, man. <laughs> but Renee, well, you were such a good sport. We partied that night. And we wake up. And the first thing that comes out of Renee, she's like, have you heard from them? Are we having a wedding? Are we going to a wedding? And I, I go, I go, yeah, they're they're literally at the courthouse in Vegas getting their license, marriage, their license yeah. or whatever. Yeah. We go into the link, and it's literally the four of us. Yeah, them and us. And we decide to pick sides. Uh-huh. You're on the bride side of the aisle, mm-hmm. and it's just us four. And there was just something really cool. It was the sweetest, most special, most intimate wedding. I think you and I like both got teary-eyed. And I was just so blown away because when you when I think Vegas wedding, I think like an officiant who has Yeah, like Oh man who knows, who knows nothing about you. But even then he did such a good job of making it feel very special and personal and uh, it was it was a really cool and then afterwards we 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 had cake. We yeah. went to a restaurant and had cake, and then and that, Vegas has the best food. Yeah, so, you're so like, then that and then that night we were like wedding night, <laughs> and we just partied again, and it was just one of those weddings for me that I was like, wow, man, that was that was really special. That yeah. it was it was like being a fly on the wall, but it was also this moment of like the wedding industry, right, has become like such a thing. Bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> Because they know that women, I, I want that. Get that. No, but they're so really like you say catering. You, you go, hey, I need you to cater this, and they're like, okay, four dollars a plate. It's a wedding. Thirty-eight dollars a plate. <laughs> Same bullshit. But it's just because it's a wedding. Oh, you need flowers for your wedding? Can you get these at HEB for eight dollars uh, for forty roses? Oh, it's a wedding. It's gonna be forty-eight dollars for eight roses. Are you kidding? Like, flowers are expensive. You have no idea. So um, I, look, that wedding. But it just—it made me realize that, like, really, all you need is the bride and the groom. And all it you need is love. Ba, ba, da, da, da. <laughs> But that's what it's really about. You know Look, I, mean? I always tell people all the time, don't spend money on a huge, huge wedding. Go to Vegas, man. And even if you, you want... You are always a proponent. You're always trying to convince people to get well, married no, in Vegas. Spend that money, buy a house, get an investment, right? That's a down payment on a home. I mean, looking yeah. back on our wedding, our wedding cost us a lot of money that I saved up. I had yeah. never saved up money before. But, it, that but could, it was, we could have bought a house and been richer right now. No, no, it was significantly cheaper, though, because we did it in Mexico than if we had done it in the United States. That wedding would have been double, probably more than double. Not with a Captain Evil. <laughs> did they send us a list of stuff we could have? And Renee's like, yes, yes, no, yes, yes. Fireworks, oh, oh, yes. fireworks, yes. Cigar bar, yeah, yes. yes. Fire dancers, yes. You were all about it. Hookers, blow, what? <laughs> <laughs> she was so mad because I, I, I got drunk and passed out on our wedding night. Oh, my God, no. Where we got married, they had these beautiful outdoor hot tubs, and they'd put candles and rose petals, and they timed it just right so that when we got back to our room, it would be nice and hot. We had already used that hot tub. <laughs> never used it. And may, we had never used it the day before. 
So maybe, maybe if you saved it for the wedding night, I'd be interested. <laughs> Somebody should not have been wearing white, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, what other good? Oh, and you know, it was interesting for us because your college roommates are Jewish. Yes. Like going to a Jewish way. Oh, by the way, so Dan, Daniela, Jessica, and uh, Jeff, Jeff. So they came to our wedding. We went to their wedding. Yes. My two right? roommates from college are both. Um, one is Chicago, very Dude. Jewish. The other is New York, old school. Like I don't like I, to me. Our wedding was a normal. Texas people wedding. Just in Mexico. Just in Mexico, yeah. but but to our Jewish friends from New York and Chicago, yeah. they were like, we've never had country music at a wedding. I didn't realize we danced the Cotton Night Joe at our wedding. They didn't know what the like, Cotton Night Joe was. What is that? And we're like, come here. It's like a Tell you bullshit, right? And they were like, this is awesome. <laughs> Like we're doing, you know, Cotton Eye Joe at the wedding and they're just like, this Blind is so dancing. cool. Like they had no idea about the Cotton Eye Joe. And then, you know, my, my parents with the Tejano music and your parents. Yes, and they were you like, have we've, to throw that in. We've never had Tejano music and country music and the Cotton Eye Joe. And they just yeah. thought it was the coolest experience when I thought going to their wedding. Was so cool. Was so really cool. Like the Jewish tradition of everyone getting together before the actual oh, ceremony? Uh, or was uh, like all the guys in one room and all the girls in one awesome. room? That was awesome. We're drinking at the church. <laughs> at the synagogue. At I'm the sorry. Synagogue. At the synagogue. <laughs> uh, like, so so Dan goes, was no, Je uh, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff goes, hey, Steve, you're invited. Um, all the men are going to get together at the um, I forget what the synagogue. word is for it. They call that ceremony before. And I think typically it's only male, but because yes. Jesse insists, Jesse is Jesse, who my Very love, sexist. She, in <laughs> um, she insisted that she have one too. But we get there, and I guess it's a tradition, and they all had a drinks, and they all said something nice about Jeff. And I thought that was yeah. really freaking cool, right? They were already drinking. I'm like, yeah. hell yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I can play with this. I'm in. Uh, and then, but just like the, the 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 nonstop food. Oh yeah. You go to a Jewish wedding and they just feed you, and feed you, and you're drinking and eating. And I'm like, this is the best. Yeah. And then all the men would dance together. Yes. Oh, hey. And I'm, <laughs> then I'm out there. I'm in there. Hey. And they're like, you're Mexican. Get out of here. I'm like, oh, I didn't no, know. No. I thought. Didn't he ask you to wear a yarmulke? Yeah. Jeff goes, hey, he was like, uh, you know, if, if you're not okay with it, I understand. He goes, but, you know, if you wore a yarmulke, that'd be really special to me and, and my family. And, and he goes, it, it's, he, goes, he explained, he goes, the yarmulke is basically letting God into your life. And I go, well, I'm happy to let God in my life, right? So yeah. I got my I got my yarmulke on. Hey, I'm over there. I'm, it's funny for me. I've never seen you in a yarmulke. I don't know, you looked so, you looked funny in a yarmulke. Well, I'm Mexican. <laughs> yeah, you put a sombrero on Jeff. Okay? You give you give you give Jeff a leaf blower and it just <laughs> it just doesn't look right. Hey, you're a doctor, buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> but I thought that was that was cool to kind of share that experience at our wedding versus yes, their wedding. Yes, that and, was neat. The and different kinda, cultures and traditions and all the things that aren't that different. Yeah. But it's it's uh, look, I love weddings, and I you know for me, going to weddings is is like I said, you you put away everything for that weekend, and then and then yeah. The the their side of the family is ready to party, and our side of the family is ready to party, and they just meet, right? Like a war. Who's gonna party harder? <laughs> Let's out party the other partiers. 
might just be your family. I don't think that's but, necessarily the, the case for all families. That's what I loved about Jeremy and, and Megan's wedding, wedding is, yeah. bro, these guys didn't waste any time. Yeah. It was, here's us getting married, and then the DJ kicked in. Cocktails. And drinks, yeah. and y'all eat, and y'all figure it out. Like, that was I, some of the best wedding food we've ever had. Oh my God. Well, and then I don't want to talk bad about anybody's wedding, but there's just something like, you know, that, okay, everybody sit down. Let's slow the party down. We're the all going to. formal gonna, dinner. Yeah, you oh, never a fan a, of the formal dinner. Here's a plate. Yeah. I'm like, we're killing two hours of partying right now. <laughs> we could be partying. Yeah, yeah. And instead, I'm sitting here with my wife <laughs> having a bullshit dry chicken for $48, right? But then you go to Kyle and Solana's wedding, they did street tacos. That was the best. Oh, they were so good. They had yeah. like, they had rows of people making El Pastor and carne asada, and it was street tacos, paper plates. So good. Grab your taco, let's party, yeah. right? And that's how Jeremy's was. Yeah, it was buffet style food too. Jeremy's yeah. like, hey, the food's open, y'all grab food, but we're on the dance floor. Yeah. And we partied and danced. I like that, let's get to the, Get to the party. Let's get to the party. Yeah. Well, and then the bummer about Becca's, and and I'm probably gonna catch shit from some of my male fans, but you know the the Becca's wedding was the venue was gorgeous. It was beautiful, beautiful but there was two different rooms. Yeah, with like a long sort of hallway. So there was the, the dance floor DJ. Yes. And then over here, the other room was a bar. The bar was in a separate room. So what ended up happening was all the men were in the bar, right? Yeah. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't, you know. Which happened at our wedding, too, but at least the bar was right by the dance floor. Yeah, well, that's what you do. You put the bar by the dance floor. So then I'm hanging out with the guys, right? Jeff Brown and and your brother and and Sean's dad and everybody's a good time. But all the guys are, like, just, and I, I would leave and hang out with my wife, right? And then those guys are like, where'd you go, dude? Where'd you go, bro? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, hang out with my wife? Dance on the dance floor with my wife? And then they're, you know, you, it probably helped that you hadn't seen me all day, that well, I got te- there right before the wedding. Well, Texas guys are so macho, right? Like, oh, what are, you, what are you one of those hang out with your wife types? You're not one of those hang out with your wife kind of dudes, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm at a wedding. I want to hang out with my wife. I want to dance with my wife. I want to hang out with my wife. You know, yes, I'll do 40 shots with you guys, but can I go, can I go hang out with my wife? Because she's the one that's going to have to clean my throw up. I don't throw up. You know that. I do not throw up. I'm not a thrower upper. I just get sloppy, messy, slur my words. I I am not a thrower upper because I hold on to that. I'm I was poor and I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna waste that good alcohol. Now that you say that, our entire relationship together, you've only thrown up once. When was that? Um when when you and Brandon lived together in the house on um was it Lancashire? You like literally were laying in bed, you had to throw up, oh, you yeah. rolled over, you barfed on the carpet and then rolled back over and you were done. Can you imagine how much I must have drank <laughs> that I threw up on the carpet? It was um, pretty nasty carpet. I, I like the weddings where the party goes. Yes. Let's get into yes. the party. Yeah. You know, but but like you know, you were talking about this, um, you know, April did not have many of her family at the wedding. Oh, we were talking about like weddings where it's your where someone has like a huge family and then someone <laughs> dude, my sister marries Kenny Wayne Shirley. And, yeah. Dude, it's like 
table, it's his mom, his dad, Grams, yeah. and like one white cousin. Mima. That was his whole guest list. And then all the Trevinos are just like partying and screaming and loud. And my family's Your parents, loud. Both sides are big families. Your mom's got lots of siblings. Your dad has lots of siblings. And we're loud. Yeah. And we drink. Like, yeah. I mean, our family is like party time, bought, take shots. My dad's walking around pouring Crown Royal down people's throats. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's. Your dad loves shots at weddings. That's like his. Oh thing. my God. Do you that... love to help at weddings. Your dad likes to make sure everyone is well served. Oh no, dad wants everybody to be shithoused. Yeah. Like, dad's like, hey, let's yeah. go. And then my dad's my dad, so nobody tells him no. Like me, people would be like, screw you, Steve. I'm not having another shot. My dad's like, we're having a shot. Yes, sir. Well, uh, <laughs> I will have a shot with you, Mr. Trevino. And like, everybody just gets freaking annihilated. That was the problem. Dad got everybody. Which, by the way, dad always cracks me up, okay? Because he's always the, hey, be responsible. Be responsible. <laughs> hey, what are you, an alcoholic? Like, he's that guy. What are you, an alcoholic? And then we're fishing with him, and he's like, oh, you guys brought crown. It's five in the morning. You guys brought a bottle of crown. Dude, by the end of it, he's like, if we don't finish this bottle of crown, you're all busted. <laughs> like... Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. At our wedding, your dad was holding court at the bar. But I think times have changed. At least this is what I'm noticing, that our generation, we party harder. Yeah? Yes. Like, like these kids get married now, and they're like... It's taking, such a civilized event. They're taking care of us. <laughs> they're like, man, you older. Like, oh, they were in the hot tub. My parents were the ones partying. My pa like, it's, I, I think it has changed. Yeah. I don't think they party... Like, we party. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel there's But I also think that. that there there's a more looseness as you get older to, I don't give a shit. For sure. Right? You're like, For I'm gonna, sure. I can't dance, but I'm gonna dance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. I don't care if somebody's watching. Like, how many times we're in Vegas and we take over a bar with our group and everybody's just looking at us like, these people these are crazy. These heathens. <laughs> They're crazy. <laughs> Ponch and Kiki's was a good wedding. That was a good wedding. Well, cause, you know, Ponch, the ice cream truck at the end. That was cool. That was so much fun. Well, Ponch was so clutch at my wedding. Ponch, man, he worked so hard to, to do what I do. Could. Yeah. He yeah, he yeah. did. He took my job there, where he was like, "What do you guys need? I'll run around. You need more ice. You need more this. Let me clean up." Like Ponch yeah. was just so clutch. Yeah. You know, for me... I remember. I remember you saying that he did that for you, so you really wanted to do that for him. Oh, I made you sure, like you especially really for, for, for him. him, I was there from morning till night. Yeah. You know, helping decorate, helping move tables, helping feed people. I mean, I was there as much as I could Yeah. for him because he was... So great at ours. He was so gracious at ours, and I yeah. just felt like... I had... Well, that was another one where he had so much family. Oh, there's like 18 he, of them. They eight, lived... They his spent, aunts and uncles, there's 18. But they'd spend most of their relationship living in California and then just recently moved to Texas and had a wedding in Texas. So he had tons of people. Kiki had some friends come in from California, but not nearly as many as all his cousins right. All the uncles. But there's always that single guy at the wedding trying to get laid. <laughs> right? There's always that one, hey, who's, uh, what's, where's the single? The, divorce? the creepy uncle? Yeah. There's always one where's creepy the, uncle? Where's the divorcees? Where's <laughs> the... Look at her, though. 
But look, I, I don't think marriage is for everybody. Yeah. You know, I think back in the day, you know, this like, oh, you're not married. He's not married. Oh, you know? well, and then there's also like the um, the bachelor. Like, I feel like if a man does not get married by a certain age, he's damaged goods. Well, you know, they always say like a woman. Wow. Well, no, wow. because men get so okay, used first of to all, living the single life that they don't know how to be a good partner. No, no, no. First of all, if I just said that about a woman right now, if I was like, hey, man, if a woman doesn't get married by a certain age, she's like a bruised banana. <laughs> either, either throw it away or eat it now. Like, dude. And by the way, if this was edited correctly, no. just for me to say that, I'd be, in, I'd, I'd be canceled. Rick, can we do that? Can that be the clip for the episode? No, like she's able to be like, ah, oh, men don't get married by 30, gross. They're no, done. No, not by 30. But men are such creatures of habit, I feel like, and get so set in their ways. Are I feel women like not are creatures not, of their habit? Yes, but women, I think, by nature, are more nurturing. In, in our, way, in our in life general. together, I have changed this much. Renee has changed not at all. <laughs> Who's, who, that is not true. Who, that is not true. Who is creatures of habit? I clean the microwave now. Because <laughs> you realize it's disgusting. Yes. Dude, this one, put the plate, warm it up, no cover. Yeah. She wouldn't put a cover on it. Yeah. And it would splatter everywhere and she'd be like, somebody's coming, right, to clean that? <laughs> I, but no, but like for you no, to say. I, no, what I'm trying to say is like, I I think that like if a man has gone all his life without having to compromise, without having to talk about things with another person, like it's it makes it, it very so hard good. for them to be a good partner. It sounds so good. <laughs> Renee, you just touched my heart. Oh, not having to compromise. Well, that's why I had written that joke about Donnie. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So Donnie lives in, and, you know, Donnie is, is my cousin. We grew up together. We're, I mean. He's not, he's not really a he's cousin. He's not technically he's my cousin. He's cousins but, that you add into the bunch. Right, you add him yeah. in the mix because he's a cousin. So <laughs> on the way, uh, we're driving somewhere, and he lives in Redlands, and, and Donnie, he's single. Donnie says, uh, hey, you, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. You know, you should um, stop by. Yeah. And, and have lunch. So we stop by. Donnie's like, oh, dude, I, I, you know, check out my my lifted Jeep. Here's my two motorcycles, uh, my, my dirt bikes. Here's my Harley. Here's my Porsche. I have a 69 <laughs> Porsche. And right, he's showing me all this badass shit, dude. And I'm just like, oh, my God, right? I hadn't seen him in a while. And I knew that he was into motorcycles. I knew he was into cars. But now he's added all this stuff. And. You know, he's like, oh man, check this out. And this is a Ducati and 900 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, right? So we eat lunch, we leave. <laughs> and Renee goes, oh my God, Donnie's rich. He has everything. I go, do you see what he doesn't have? A you. He, he doesn't have a you. Donnie lives like Batman. And I have curtains and towels I can't touch. Pillows I can't sleep on and candles I can't light. No, Donnie's not rich. He just doesn't have a you. That's where that joke came from. Yes. But but you know, but you look at but Donnie is not somebody that, you know, we all hang out as couples in Vegas. Donnie's yes. not one of those guys. I think there's single guys that show up to hang out with He'll couples. He'll like pop in and out. We never know when he's when But he's we can coming. hang out with him. 
Yes. He's classy, he, you know, he's nice, yeah. he has a good time with us. Oh, but then what about the couples where like you love one of them, but the other one is like a loose cannon and you're like, I don't know if we can keep hanging out with him. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Tell me more. Who do you not like? I don't remember I told Timmy, I said, Timmy, if you get married again, Steve's road manager, I said, if you get married again, can we have pre-approval first? <laughs> but but Renee does not act. Renee's an actor by trade. Renee was trained <laughs> at NYU at the most prestigious acting school in the world. But this woman but I was not act. No, I was trained to be authentic and real in the moment. So my if she doesn't like somebody, and, like, like if I like the husband, and I'm like, oh, I invited so-and-so. And she's like, oh my God, but attached to him <laughs> is her. And I'm like, just fucking pretend, dude. Can you just be nice? Oh I'm no, not, not this one. No, oh, not this one. They feel the whole place feels it. Everybody knows. And she just her face, and I'm like, no, can that you? is not true. Like I have to be like, can you go talk to her? She's sitting over there by herself, and she's like, well, maybe there's a reason. <laughs> maybe there's a reason that she's sitting over there by herself. Maybe, maybe people and not just me don't like her. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, but I like you. No, that's not true. I am a girl's girl. But then, and oh I, my God. I'm a girl's girl, but if a woman is not a girl's girl, you totally pick but up on that But then her girlfriends, she's like, oh, okay, so-and-so's dating a new guy, be nice. Oh right? no, you are the worst about that. I'm I, nice though. I hang out with people a I'm lot nice. without you because you're just like, nope, not I'm doing it. They're soft. <laughs> Dude, they bring these men over that are soft and weak yeah. and you shake their hand and it's like shaking a baby's hand. Like they'll give you the like yeah you know what I mean and I'm like I'm like Renee I have nothing to in common with this guy he's weak he's soft okay so he's you can pretend but you expect me to but I'm nice to him I'm nice am I to nice him too so you know am I nice if you come around you usually are just like I'm, nope not doing I'm it I'm nice I'm respectful right I'll talk Star Wars with him or, or, or <laughs> Uh, whatever, I'll talk finance. They want to talk finance. I got, I got IRAs. We can talk, we can talk finance. But, I don't know what IRA stands for, but I got one. But I'm not gonna drink a, I'm not gonna drink a, a glass of whiskey on the rocks and watch them drink a freaking white claw. Oh hush. You know, we go to Rick and Gigi's house. We're talking meat. We're talking steaks. Rick's like, bro, let me show you this. De what does he have? The, the what is it called, Rick? The sous vide? The sous vide. Oh, he, we're talking meats. We're talking TVs. We're talking whiskey, drinks, different wine. Man, stuff. I can get along with Rick. Rick watches sports. We can talk sports. You bring these little babies. You know what I mean? They're just soft little babies. No, but okay. On and they're, the, they get manicures? On the opposite end of like, the spectrum. Guy, I, and, and I have nothing against them getting a manicure. I have nothing against them being whoever they want to be. I, they're just soft, and I, I'm not soft. No, on the opposite end of the spectrum, your friends like will bring women who are, I'm crazy, but there's like another level. There's like batch of crazy, and you're like, oh, shit. She just did that. Like, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. There's been some crazy moments. Yeah. How about the time? And I could probably talk about them. 
Well, I, I probably should use their name. So we all, it's Renee's birthday. We're in Vegas. There's probably 14 couples, which by the way. Oh, I know who you're talking about and I love her. And, and it just keeps growing. <laughs> like, the, the, by the way, if you guys want to come to Vegas, come party with us because the couples, it just keeps growing. We're, we're up to like 14 couples. We have a blast. We all go out together yeah. after my shows. But so there's like 14 couples. It's your birthday. Yes. We're at the MGM Grand and uh, uh, the, we had our own section. And they were they were they were already giving me a discount, so they right. were like, "Look, Steve, we're gonna give you like half off, so do everything on one tab." I'm like, "Okay, right." So we're, everybody's ordering drinks, and then we all decide, "Okay, we're gonna go somewhere else." And everybody was on board. Everybody was like, <clears throat> "So what's the tab?" There's 14 of us. We've been there for several hours. Yeah. Half price is like three G's for 14 people. So I go, I go, all right, guys, and I, and I, I Josh, being uh-huh. a nice guy, he says, uh, he says, you know what, Steve, I'll, it's Renee's birthday, I'll gather all the money, I'll, I'll talk to everybody. So he has the tab, and he's going to everybody, and everybody's looking at the tab and estimating what they owe, right? So everybody's pitching in, and Josh is sitting there with, I don't know, probably $3,000 in cash, yeah. right? Or 2500 or whatever, right? <laughs> and his chick comes over, and she's like, Fuck you! We're not paying for everybody. Grabs the cash and leaves. And everybody's like, that was our money. She's coming back, right? She leaves, bro. With the money, she's gone. And Josh is like, and we're all looking at Josh like, hey, guy, you got to figure it out because your wife is crazy. So he ends up having to put it on his credit card. Yeah. And then the next day we see him and she's like, I'm so embarrassed. And Josh is like, I got home and she was in bed covered with cash. (laughs) Like just covered with all this cash. Oh my God. That was one of those nights where we're just like. For a second. (laughs) What just happened? But I am I am lucky that that you save when you're pissed off at me in front of people. I save it for private. Yeah, you save it for private. There are some couples that they don't save it for private. Like, but I'll know. Like Renee will give me like a, you know, you just fucked up. Like she'll give you that look. Like, like that's gonna be later, right? And I'll be like, oh shit, I'm gonna get. So then I just try to stay out as late as I can, right? I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay out as long as I can. Oh, so then, by the way, at, the, at your at your at your brother's wedding uh-huh. Sunday night, yes, one of the guys wanted to stay, uh-huh. and the wife was on the fence. Right, the wife was like, "I don't." He I had don't. Not, okay. In all fairness, he had not communicated with her that there was like Sunday festivities and that people weren't leaving till Monday. Okay, you're so already defending her. You're already work. defending her, and you're not listening to the story. <laughs> So we go inside, I go inside, and your dad is mixing up a cocktail. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, oh, I'm going to give it to so-and-so's wife uh-huh. so she can start getting loose and she can stay. <laughs> right? And I go, I go, Raymond, I go, if Renee wanted to leave, would you make her a drink for me so she can get loose and want to stay? And he's like, hell no, you're going home. I'm like, I'm like are you serious right now? Are you freaking <laughs> Like, what a jerk, dude. He's going to do it for somebody else, but not me. But I'm me. pregnant. 
What does that have to do with anything? Which, well, hypothetically speaking, we're talking. Oh, hypothetic. About. Okay, sorry, hypothetically. Which, by the way, brings me to. We're going way too long, but <laughs> we were talking about this on the way here. What? Because you just talked to your guy best friend. Oh, because and we. And I were, told you. We were talking about when we were talking about marriage. We were talking about and Becca having guy friends growing up and including them in her ceremony. And I brought up that like. I had good guy friends too, and you were saying, "Oh, I don't you get still jealous. Have good guy friends. I don't care." Yeah, and I don't care. And I was like, "Uh-uh, no, I remember one time." No, but again, there's a big difference. And I told you, I go, I go, wait, wait for the podcast. <laughs> I go, don't, because there's so she is vacationing. She's going on vacation to like uh, Frio River. With I, friends I, from high school. With, we no, all went to was, high school no. together. No, Kendra and Bethany okay. were going. Right. I'm not going. Okay, fellas? I have to work, yeah. which I'm fine with. I have no problem with her having guy friends. She knows that in the past she's gone to have coffee with them or hang out with them. I have no problem with that, right? Which, by the way, my dad does. Don't let her! <laughs> you know what they're trying to do to her, <laughs> right? One of them's gay, by the way. I'm like, trust me, dude. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I have no problem with you going to dinner or lunch or having a drink with your guy friends from way back when. I have no problem with that. You do. I don't you, just, you, no, but I've never done that. Like, I have, gone and just met. In high school, there was a big group of us that all hung out. We're all very close, and it was male and female. Yeah. And you, you were like, oh, who's that bitch? <laughs> Why you gotta hang out with her? No. Which, by the way, they're no, married. It's different they're married. When they're like rubbing your chest and stuff. Oh, and when like, has that happened? Don't and don't even. I mean, I would rub my, my chest, but it, I mean, and my chest is pretty amazing. No, we but, had an instance after one show where a girl you went to high school. She was school not was rubbing like, my chest. All up on you, but no. completely ignoring. I know me. the situation. I, her husband was there. You could have talked to her husband. She could have talked to me. Like, let's have a conversation. Maybe she doesn't like you. How does it feel? <laughs> How does it feel? Maybe she doesn't like you. So anyway. I'm prettier. So anyway. <laughs> tell me she doesn't know who she is. Don't tell me. She plays humble, ladies. Oh, me. Yes. She knows she's pretty. So remember when somebody called you a man? How about that one? So It's okay. I'm smart, too. So I have no problem. I have, I, am I right that I have, I, again, I don't let you do anything. You're a grown woman, you make your you own decisions. You don't let me do anything? No, you make your own decisions. I'm not like, mister, you can't do that or you can do that. I don't, yeah. I'm not like that, you know that. Well, no, I just thought it was like, like you said, in high school you hang out, boys, girls, you're all friends or whatever. Okay, hold on, let me, let me paint the picture. Okay, I'm on the road that weekend. I am not gonna be there and she has now invited a single friend to spend the night in that cabin for a weekend. That is different. We're Because we let me were, ask you a I question. I was thinking about it like that. I was just let thinking you we're all friends and the girls were let like, yeah, you, it would be great to see him too. Like, I didn't the more say, the merrier. I didn't say she couldn't do it. I said that is inappropriate. That's what I said. Because if there was a single female girlfriend of mine yeah, and I was like, hey, I know you're working this weekend. But so and so is gonna gonna party with us and hang out in the same cabin for the weekend. I can understand how optics that would look bad, but I just wasn't thinking. Like we're just, I was just thinking we're all friends. We're all like a family vacation. We're just gonna go have fun. It's not like I'm sharing a room with him. I wasn't gonna share a bed with him. 
it is inappropriate. <clears throat> is it not inappropriate once for you, me? Once you broke it down, I it got realized... real quiet in here. It got real quiet in here. <laughs> you know who I am. Like you know, there's no need to worry. I didn't say you couldn't do it. I said it was inappropriate. Now the question is, would you be okay with me doing it? Answer that question. <laughs> I don't know. I I know my intent, and I know there was no ill intent. There was no cause for worry. Like. Nothing was gonna happen. It was just catching us all catching up with an old friend. I will point out, you have not answered the question. <laughs> she has not answered the question. It depends who it was. No, honestly. that's not no. No, it does. It honestly depends who that particular female was. So if she was ugly. Yes, if she was short, fat, and hairy, we would have been good. <laughs> I think we're learning a lot today. <laughs> I think we're learning a lot today. This, this, this men and women were equals bullshit. Okay, are we, are we mentally equal? Yes. Yes, we are equals, right? You as a human being and me as a human being, we are equals. However, How do we go from talking different. about love and marriage to it's talking different. about men and women We are being different. Equal. Are we not different? Yes, we're yes. different. So, you're okay. Okay, I'll tell you what. Go on vacation, invite whoever you want. Bring whatever dude you want, single no. dude over, and then I will go on well, my vacation. No, no, my, no, my guy friends are married. I don't think I have any single guy friends anymore. They're dating someone, they're in a relationship. So they would probably bring their significant other. It just happened to be at the time, this particular friend did not have a significant other. Because he's, he's rotten. He's, what do you say? He's, <laughs> he's past his expiration no, date. Every man has a wedding expiration date and they're back of their neck. He's man. married and has kids now. He's married and has kids now because yes. he wanted, he, when he found out that he couldn't have, be oh, married and have kids hush, with you. No. no. Anyway, all right, we've been on way too long. You're uncomfortable now. Because you know, because <laughs> I won this one. Which, by the way, even when I know I win, the fans are still like, oh, Captain Evil's the best. <laughs> Steve, Steve, you shit the stick. Steve, you totally shit the stick on this one. How do you say shit the stick in Spanish? Cagar palo. You totally cagar palo. You totally cagar, yeah, you're gonna remember that one. You're gonna, you totally cagar palo. Cause I'll say that around Garrett. Okay, so let's do a recap on this episode. <clears throat> Ranch hand, I need a new bumper. <laughs> I'm hilarious. My show's awesome. And uh, Captain Evil over here wished it upon me. No, I did not. I feel really bad about it. Do you? I do. I, I feel like it's getting to the point where you probably need a new truck. No. Like, that, that's how many times Corvette. this poor truck. What? Corvette. Midlife crisis already? No, I've out? always wanted a Corvette. And, and I'm going to keep my truck. Uh-huh. Okay, my, my truck is a work truck, right? I, I take it to the ranch. You. You've always wanted a Corvette? Of course. Yeah? Stingray Corvette. And that's going to okay. be my toy. And I'm going to have my truck for the ranch, fishing, I thought it would have been boat, like an old classic blazer or something much more... También. Manly than a... Yes, also. Okay. More manly than a Corvette? Yeah. It's, I mean, a Corvette's like sleek and sexy and kind well, of feminine, no? I do want my blazer back. My, my poor Blazer, my 78 Blazer, I, I mean, I put everything into that truck, man. I learned how to mechanic in that truck. I, I put in the water pump. I mean, I built that motor. It was a Crate 350. I would YouTube things. I'd make mistakes, man. I, I really learned how to mechanic on that truck. And, 
And during, I had finally got it to a point where I was so excited to already do the body work and get it painted, and then it Harvey hits. Yeah. It's in Jeff Brown's barn. Dude, he's got, so he's got my blazer in the barn, and then he's got his boat. Now at the end of the trailer hitch of the boat, there's like a sharp kind of metal thing that goes around it. The, the uh, hurricane hits, first of all, it floods that barn, rips the doors open, and that boat was being slammed into my truck, and it, it, it was just too far gone. The, the water had gotten up, and if I do want my classic blazer, but I want like a 72. I want the whole top to come off. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those um, are cool. And I just, uh, so that's another one I want. I'm just gonna hold on to the truck for now. I'm gonna hold on to the truck, use it as a work truck. Yeah. It's not a parking lot princess. <laughs> you know. A parking lot princess? Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, a lot of these dudes here in Texas with their little parking lot princesses. I'm like, do you ever take that truck anywhere other than the mall? Oh, you went to Chili's in your truck? You know what I mean? Like, my, my truck works. My truck hauls branches and trailers. Your truck and survives deer. Hits deer in the face. Poor Margaret. Poor Margaret blew, her, blew that bitch up. Um, but yes, so I, I think I'm gonna hold on to the truck for a while, because yeah, we're gonna get you the Defender. Yeah, those are cool. You want the you want the yeah, Land yeah, Rover those are cool. Defender. So I need to be with Chevy and uh, Land Rover if you're out there. <laughs> Dude, you are so the Land Rover. Um, <laughs> Land Rover is very Captain Evil. I yes. can just see the commercial now. Are you a bougie bitch? <laughs> Do you think you're better than your husband because you are? Do you act like you're not pretty, but you really are, and you know it? The Land Rover's the car for you. Oh, you could do commercials, babe. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, well, uh, good show. Yeah. I, I don't know where it went, what happened. All I, all I knew is that we were gonna talk about Raymond's wedding, and, and here we are, here we are. We yeah. ended up talking about a lot. And every week we're like, oh my God. We're still married. Well, yes, we are, we are still married. Um, I, I, we are loving the comments. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Speaking of comments, can I ask something? Because I feel like what's been really cool about this podcast is that like we talk about stuff and then women send me messages on Instagram or Facebook and share their stories. Like after the miscarriage, I heard amazing stories from women. And then when I talked about having trouble breastfeeding. Women sent me like really awesome tips. Tits. Um, tips. Oh, tips. I wow, I didn't see these pictures. <laughs> I didn't see the pictures of these pregnancy tits. Tips. But no, in, in light of COVID, I know you and I have not really talked about this topic, but I would consider a home birth. Like I'm kind of thinking oh about God, it. So if dude. any of you have done a home birth or have any stories to share, I would love to hear don't, them personally. We, we don't have to talk about them on the podcast, but I would just That's like to what know. I'm not liking about the podcast. What? Me and you had this discussion. I said I'm very uncomfortable with it. We and didn't then, have a discussion about it. I just asked you to watch and one. Then and then now you you're like, like no, hey, ladies. I'm not watching it. <laughs> hey, uh, Captain Evil Army. <laughs> I don't, but Renee, I'm not comfortable doing something at home like that because if there's complications. We're 15 minutes from a hospital. We live less than 15 minutes away from a hospital. It takes five minutes to get into our neighborhood, to the back, with a gated community, 
It, no, it's not going to take 15 minutes. We're talking about half an hour. No, yes, we you're are. not half an hour from a hospital. I'm, no, I'm not. See that freaking, <laughs> that Hollywood. Well, Angelina no, Jolie. Angelina Jolie had her baby in her swimming pool. Like, oh, who no, cares? I just think like of COVID. Her kids are horrible if people. You can't be there, or like I would love for my mom to be there. Like I just, well, your I just your think mom in light of still... COVID, childbirth oh. is going to be a different experience at a hospital. That's all I'm saying. I agree with that, but I, my fear is something goes wrong. You're not a spring chicken. <laughs> if something starts to go wrong, you go to a hospital. And something you, we would figure out, like, am I high risk? Are there things as we get closer? Are there things happening that would could possibly put me in danger? Then if those things pop up before, then absolutely. But I don't want, and then the other day she's like, look at that, this is a home birth, look. And I'm like, I, so I see the girl, I see her in like this like swimming pool and I'm like, okay, I get it. And she's like, no, watch. You don't want to see it? I'm like, no, I don't, I, I, I'm good. And she's like, what's wrong with you? It's natural. I go, I'm aware that it's natural. I don't want to see it. I don't. I, look, I can skin a hog and eat a breakfast taco at Which the same time. Which makes no sense. But I don't want to see a baby being born. A human? I, like a miracle? I, 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 I know it happens. It, I, I don't need to see it come out of your freaking vag, dude. Okay, I didn't mean to take this topic somewhere completely different. I don't need, and then, uh, and then, and then this one over here. We talked about it last episode. All of a sudden, the placenta is gonna come back, and she's like, Whoa. "I don't need that at my house. I don't need that at my house." Rick, are you even gonna be in the delivery room? Oh yes, I would like to hold your hand. <laughs> I would like to hold your hand. A lot of effing good that does. I would like to. Well, I can't have the baby, can I? I can't make, I can't. Forget it. Edit this out. at the end of the episode. I don't want all the, all the freaking hippy dippy essential oil moms. Oh yes. You must have a natural born child in your house. Bring in a witch. A doula, it's called a doula and a midwife. Bring in a witch. All right, I think, I think we've gone. It's like two episodes. This isn't even one episode. It's like two episodes. Uh, Renee has also decided that, that she wants to, through her Instagram, kind of show you guys what's happening in the baby room and, yeah. and oh, stuff like do, that. Yeah, we do have a lot going on with the new house well, and a lot getting of people, ready for the baby. A lot of people are like, oh my God, where did you get those chairs? So you're going to yeah. try to be more involved with that. But good luck, people, because you're going to start having to make decisions with her and you're going to be three months from now going, so what's happening? What uh, <laughs> is this room ever going to get done? Maybe it'll inspire me to make decisions quicker. Oh, please, God. <laughs> Please, something. Uh, so tell them your socials because we um, want them to I am follow at, you. I am Renee with an A on Instagram and Renee Smith Trevino on Facebook. And of course, you guys know where I'm at. Thank you for watching. Um, again, we're always surprised that you do. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we love you guys. Till next time. Yeah.